Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, which is Apartments.com. Apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else. So finding the perfect place is easier than ever. And so is finally moving in together. Just the two of you. It's a big step. Lots of new responsibilities, lots of adjustments. Most likely, uh, they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom and you'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner and they might even unroll all your toilet paper next time. It's just what happens when you two find a new place together. But you're not doing it because you feel like it, no. You're doing it because you love them. Because they're family. And that's why Apartments.com has more pet-friendly rental listings on the internet so that you and your furry family can find the perfect new place together. Apartments.com, the place to find a pet-friendly place. Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hi, everyone. My name is Tyler Oakley, and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. This week, we discuss the best and worst meet and greet pictures ever, our new Thanksgiving tradition, what's on our Christmas wish list, and our thoughts on Drag Race UK finale. It was a juicy one. Subscribe anywhere you listen to the podcast and join our exclusive Psychobabble community at patreon.com slash psychobabble. If you're not on our Discord, you're only getting half the babble. P.S. The Patreon is the perfect gift for your friends who listen to the podcast. Give them a membership and let them join our community. We'd love to have you. Hey. Hi, Corey. Hey. Hi. Hey, you know when, hey. You know when people... What? You know when people yawn and then someone... Yeah, I just And then it. someone sticks their finger in their mouth. I hate that. Do you hate it or love why, it? <laughs> you know what? I hate that. And let me tell you why. I recently Please thought do. to myself, I would like to stop saying I hate or love things unless I mean it. Okay. Do I hate certain things? When people are like, ugh, I hate that. Or ugh, I hate him. It's like, do you really? Or you're just kind of like um, participating in extremism because like that's where everyone's brains are going. But this I hate. You really do. Don't stick a don't stick a finger in my mouth and down my throat or just in my mouth. Where's where's the end point? Is it like you know, gums? I've, is it like tongue? Is it is it is it little dangly thing? I've never been one to do that, but I know people who do it. And so I was just wondering. I do, I do it sometimes. I was gonna say it seems like a you thing to do. I do it sometimes, but don't do it to me. Do you like fingers in your mouth in general? Uh, depends on the cleanliness of the finger, which is very, like, <laughs> doesn't seem like me. Because I'm kind of like, you know, I've lived this long. My brain, my body has developed, like, <sighs> guards and things. I mean, uh, 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 <laughs> what? Bacteria? COVID, COVID, COVID has changed that. I'm a little bit less, like, stick things in my throat. But, like, um... In general, I'm just, yeah, this is if we're if we're having a good time. I, just, I maybe I just have a good time. Maybe I just don't trust anyone's hands. I don't think I ever really want fingers in my mouth. 
Oh, the worst is when you can see somebody's dirty fingernails and it's like, no, you're not even going to, you're not even going to high five me, baby. I said, no, ma'am, I, I won't name names, but I was watching an episode of an international drag race franchise and some, well, someone was talking with their hands in the confessional and they appeared to have very dirty fingernails. And I was now like, that's different. If you're, if your career or your occupation includes a lot of, um, stuff yeah. like things well, maybe maybe they're like doing like you know looks and well, things of that in nature. my head i i said that can't be dirt maybe it's like a nail polish that's not off all the way i didn't pause it to look but i thought your fingers looked dirty i'm gonna, like, I'm gonna in air the, on the digging. side of drag queens are allowed to have dirty fingernails <laughs> i don't th i think they're probably one that shouldn't like Why? doctors, well, drag they co they cover up the finger, they cover up the fingernails with like a little clip, little what are those called? Little stick-ons. So it's like, who cares? Well, yeah. Well, there you go. If I ever show up at DragCon, there I am investigating their dirty hands. Uh, so you're like peeling off their fake fingernails to look at their real <laughs> <Yeah>. fingernails. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, look, we have the same nails. And then when they put out their hand, it I just rip off one of their nails to see if it's dirty underneath. Memorable. I think. I, I think. Is that yeah, every, every queen's gonna remember you? <laughs> yeah, I think I would say so. Queens are like, don't touch my hair, don't touch my body, and you're like, let me rip off your fingernails. <laughs> have you been to DragCon? I have. And is that what they were? Don't touch my hair. Don't touch my fingernails. Well, I think every drag queen is like personal space is nice, just like yeah. all humans. Do you think we really fucked up by not having like? um a meet and greet that was like an experience like uh, our meet and greet was an experience what are you talking about well didn't we just have like a drop cloth <laughs> uh, yeah and let me tell you that was like a nice you're like, they're welcome what if we had like i don't know uh, two it was a backdrop it was a backdrop printed to look like my living, living room. room yeah what if instead yeah, it was it like and it looked great did it uh, tweet us your picture <laughs> How I'm not dare saying, like, you? I no, I'm sure it looked great for the time, but I'm not. I've never been to DragCon, but I was thinking about how some of them have like well, yeah, some of them like some of them do a it tea nice. party or like two springy horses or like a pool of balls, a ball pit. Some of them are good at it. Some of them are not good at it. <laughs> some so of actually, them have a drop cloth of their living room. I, I what I would like to do is I would like to have um, the Ever Levine set up. Where they the, like, stand 10 a, feet away? Yes, that's nice <laughs> for everyone involved. She was ahead of her time. Here's a square for you. Here's a square for me. I think some some people do like a, a setup and they put so much effort into it with such little results. It's like test it beforehand, babe. Oh, yeah, that's key. Maybe an A, have, B I test. would like to know. Um, people at home. Have you ever been to a meet and greet with a terrible setup? Have you ever been to a meet and greet with a good setup? It is now time for us, uh, for all of you to show off your meet and greet pictures, best and worst, on the Discord. <laughs> I would like to see your best and worst. <laughs> I I have a worst. Uh, my J-Lo meet and greet. I don't uh, think I've Vegas. ever seen was it. In it. Vegas? it was in Miss Vegas, baby. Nobody has. Nobody has. Except for J-Lo. Except hitting. for J-Lo. <laughs> I don't even know if she saw it. Uh, the, she definitely saw me. It was an experience, yeah. but it was like um, the picture's not good. The lighting hit my shirt very. Not I right. think I hate every meet and greet photo I've ever taken. Um, actually, the one of me and Carrie Underwood is pretty cute. 
Um, the one of me and Casey Musgraves when I was all so fucked up yeah. before I met her. My hair, my hair doesn't look great in the one with Casey Musgraves. I don't like how I look in the one with Celine Dion. My, um, my, one of my Gaga ones is really not good. Well, <laughs> I, speaking of which I have, a, as I say, my whole, uh, targeted ad on the bottom of whatever webpage I'm on is Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett merch. How did I get there? Well, did you did you get it? No. And in fact, when people were talking about Grammy nominations, um, someone texted me and was all, did you see, uh, and then they named the album, what was the album called? Love for Sale, Love for Sale. Someone said, did you see Love for Sale got nominated for a Grammy? And I replied, you think I fucking know? You, I said, you think I know what album is Love for Sale? Love for Sale, the six-time Grammy-nominated album brought to you by legends Tony Bennett and I Lady didn't, Gaga. I didn't know. This is, is it all covers? This is Did they the, do original? This, I don't know. This is the... Um, this is he's the oldest Grammy nominated something or other. And uh, when they win album of the year, which they are nominated for, he will be the oldest winner of album of the year. And he has the largest spread between um, Grammy nominations uh, between first nomination and last nomination. So do the math on that. How old is he? <laughs> old enough. <laughs> he likes fingers in his mouth. Uh, I don't know, but I did see Lady Gaga tweeting about today's woman of the hour is woman of so the and hour. so Tony Bennett's wife, and I thought, okay, yes, why give her her? She only flowers. got one hour. Only one hour. Start the clock. Oh, um, I guess Mrs. Bennett. I guess I'll have to check out Love for Sale. I haven't heard it. I don't know a song on it. Um, do you think Tony Bennett is related is some type of Benet? No, that's a whole different spelling. Tony Tony Benet Ramsey. Tony Benet Ramsey. That's his drag name. I his love was for sale. I do think. Um well, uh I'm trying to think of anyone else that I cared about got nominated for Grammys. I didn't really look at any of the nominations except I saw that Gaga got six and I thought, Jesus, this Gaga reign just won't let up between Love for Sale and House of Gucci and Chromatica and Las Vegas residency. It's like, tell me she's not winning. And the Oreos. And the Oreos. And the House Labs. (sighs) Wow. (laughs) She, great. She's doing what she needs to do. She's got it What's your queen up to? Um... Which one? Sarah Bareilles? I don't think she had any sure. new music, so I don't think she got nominated for any Grammys. You know, we I did see her this weekend you s- with you. Saw her? Yes. We were together for Thanksgiving, and upon my arrival, I saw her on the float. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? For the Thanksgiving parade. Yes. Did you watch... The, were you watching the Thanksgiving parade before I arrived, or did you just put it on knowing that, like... I'm going to want to see Well, this. to be honest, um, you arrived 15 minutes earlier than you said you were going to. And I was logging into my Zoom, Zoom. Animal Crossing to do my dailies. And I was going to like quickly go get a gyroid fragment and bury it and then be done by the time you arrived. But then you were all, I'm here. And so I had just turned on the TV and it just happened to be on that channel. So then... Okay. It was just in time. We saw Sarah Brellis and the girls five Eva lip sync for their life. Mm. 
I, and Darren Chris with a kazoo I, doing a sexy I, rendition of I'm a Little Hippopotamus. I didn't see it, and I also don't think it's called I'm a Little Hippopotamus. Short and Stout, I think. The remix, the re-up, 10-minute version. I didn't see it. Um, I, I somehow, I think they must have just been looping the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Maybe that's what they do. Maybe it's like at Christmas time when they just play... Um, that Ralphie movie back to back to back on TNT for like, which I still have not seen ever ever. You've never seen it. No, but I got to start thinking about which movies are going to be my Christmas recommendations for my IGTV. Cause I do that. Like movies you should see. Well, series. I've got choices for you. Gre- well, it's not going to be family. Stone. Gremlins. <laughs> Gremlins two is on the list. Family stone. No. Um, what else is Christmassy? Jingle all the way. I was thinking, way. no, no. I was thinking the Pee Wee's Christmas special, which is iconic. Well, you do love Pee Wee. I've got some choices. I, last I think, night we watched Ernest Saves Christmas. I think you should throw um, <laughs> Family Stone on there just in case. The people haven't I'll seen con- it. I'll consider. The, the people haven't seen it. I, it's not mine to recommend. I'm going to let you do Thank that. Thank you. My sweet angel. Um, so, yeah. So, then you arrived. We had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, I was so yeah. happy you came up. I was going to tell you. Well, because I had went to L.A. in 2019 for Thanksgiving. And I had a great time with you. And then you. Oh, yeah. And then you. And then, obviously, 2020 happened. So, I didn't have a Thanksgiving that year. But then we uh, repicked up the tradition. Wow, is this our new thing? Yeah, we always do Thanksgiving together. It's you know it's what? written in blood. It's written in stone. It's I'll take it. I think I do think we um, bugged Hudson a little because all we did was play Animal Crossing. <laughs> Corey Corey well, was showing me all of his vacation homes, well, which uh, Corey has done. Uh, so if you're if you play Animal Crossing, you can do there's like an expansion that's available for 25 bucks where you can like work on villagers vacation homes. Corey has done how many? I don't know, like 30. I have done like six. Well, I'm busier than you and I have more ideas. I play Animal Crossing full time. Yeah, but you just like you just <laughs> how do you, how? you just like you get distracted. You walk around your island and then you're suddenly like, oh, what's that? And then like, yeah, and then you just don't <laughs> do it, I guess. Well, it is kind of hard for me to do all the things that I, and, like, yeah, I pick something up and I'm like on my way to do that. And then I'm like, oh, I should go do. And also, do you feel like sometimes, I mean, I feel like you would get a little deterred streaming because like, what if I'm like, oh, I'm going to put this here. And then someone's like, well, try that. And then you're trying to be nice. So you're going to try that. But you know, in your head that it's ugly. Um, honestly, more often than not, I'm just like, can you guys tell me where this, sh- what this should look like? Because I, my brain is not working. And, and... Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Discover. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. 
Yeah, you heard right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Thank you so much, Discover, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Lumify. Don't you just love when someone looks at you and says, what were you up to last night? Well, no matter how late you were up the night before, Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops can help your eyes look more refreshed and awake. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute to help your eyes look brighter and whiter for up to eight hours. No wonder it has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. You won't believe your eyes. You know you can trust them, though, because they're made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, and they're backed by six clinical studies. Eye doctors trust them too. They're the number one recommended redness reliever eye drop. The one and only Lumify is an amazing drop that will have people saying something's different about you in the best way possible. So check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. That's LumifyEyes.com. Thank you so much Lumify for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. So anyway, we did play a lot of Animal Crossing when you were here for Thanksgiving, but what else could have we really done? Well, <laughs> this and that. We, did, we took the dogs to the dog park. Like, we don't need to go to the bar. We don't need to get... No. Listen, my favorite my favorite experience the whole time was just getting stoned with like six of us in the room and just like talking and not like yeah that and was... not feeling obligated to like put something on or watch a video or watch a music video and just like sharing stories learning brenda really brenda really did something brenda really was like <laughs> did she not she did she Bre- well. brenda really <laughs> brenda really did okay <laughs> <laughs> i we for those that don't know brenda is my bong she's um do she is a mushroom experience. She's just, I gave her a full cleaning before really we wiped her, dug into you her. really wiped her down. Um, oh, do I owe you a pipe cleaner, by the way? I feel like I really ruined that no, one. No, a pipe cleaner. I'll send you one. Well, if you're going to send me a pipe cleaner, just send me a bong. I'm sure they come with them. <laughs> okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> Although, I don't think I would want one as hard as yours is to clean. I texted... Um, well, it's, it's, I was doing a very difficult way that was like in the moment type of cleaning it. You have this like liquid you can put in it and overnight it'll like dissolve everything that's on Bleach? it. Bleach? No, no, no. And apparently you can pour the liquid back into the, the bottle. That's what you're supposed to do. And like you reuse it. Yeah, I know. That seems. Science. No, no, no. That seems not right. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's just you, a one, once, one time buy liquid that you can use forever. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I'll let you know. When I use it, I'll report back. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I decided I was, I was thinking last night, I was like, when I was by myself and you left and um, I had the whole day by myself, I went for a long walk and I was catching Pokemon and I thought, do I need a bong? I think it's a good investment. I'm not going to lie. I had a little uh, like 
bubbler, but I didn't love it. So maybe I'll, uh, maybe should I tell my mom and dad that I want a bong for Christmas? <laughs> Honestly, that's not a bad, like you would be very happy if that happened. Yeah, I would. Maybe, maybe a gift card to a bong Well, website. where do I? <laughs> hey, what, what are you asking for for Christmas? I don't ask for anything. Me neither. What I do is I say, I say, listen, don't buy me. Cause you know, my love language is not gifts and it's not giving gifts. My love language is quality time. So I tell my parents, my parents are like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, I want to spend time together. So like buy yourself a plane ticket to come visit me or something like that's a, that's a wonderful gift. Idea. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't need a sweater. I don't need socks. I don't need a bong. I'll buy those things for myself. I know I'm really I'm really terrible. Do you have Yeah, my parents were asking like um for Hudson since I think we're going to be heading to Michigan yeah. for Christmas. And it's his first time meeting my family and blah blah blah. blah. And I there my mom was like, "What so what are things that he would want and what are some th- ideas for his stocking?" I'm like, "Well, um, you know, what he really loved that blanket that my mom made so just have we have we have enough blankets we have so, enough blankets. so have your mom make him a blanket we have enough do you think the ones that are like fleece that you t- tie together on the ends don't come for a midwest mom fleece blanket tie blanket from joanne fabric Corey Corey goes Corey goes oh my mom made this i'm like mm. She didn't weave the, the, the she didn't weave the fleece together by any means. She tied together the ends of two sheets Excuse of fleece. Excuse me. Like, first of all, you have to go get two pieces of fleece in two separate colors. Then you have to lay them out on the carpet in front of each other. Then oh, I know how this all works. you have to cut the corners out. Yeah. Then you yeah. cut about one inch strips down the side. Then you gotta tie it. Tying it's the, my least favorite part. Have you done it? Yeah. I, oh. you listen, bitch, the year my mom found out how easy these were to make, everybody got one. Every, like str- she was giving them. I'm sure. Same with, same with my mom. She was giving them to strangers at the hospital. She gave them, like, if you went on one date with someone that year, they got a fleece blanket from my mom. She okay. was all, do you think, okay. do you think Heather would like pink camouflage? I'm like, who's Heather? <laughs> Well, I think Heather would. I'm like, I don't even know a Heather. Becca? I don't know Becca or Heather. Oh. Okay. Well, then, okay, so, okay. okay. So then your mom can't make Hudson a blanket. What if she just... I mean, uh, she she can do it, but, like, I'm just saying, I, I we are at our limit on on throw blankets. What if she just gives... I would have to get rid of a couple. <laughs> what if she just gives him... All the leftover, like a bag of leftover fabric scraps from the other. I think he actually would that love he that. could like make into he, you puppets know he's a crafty and things. Queen. Yeah, maybe. Do you think? Oh, I should, I should like survey his crafting area and see what he means because he's always needed them. Well, and also, yeah, just maybe, maybe your mom can give him the keys to her crafting corner. Is her crafting <laughs> thing in the basement or is it a shed in the backyard? It's in the basement. It's like a whole experience. Damn. Does she have like beads? Drawers. Does beads, she have beads, r- drawers with beads. Does she have ribbons? <laughs> Straps, ribbons everywhere. Yeah, ribbons. Whole like cabinets of ribbons, cabinets of strings. Yeah, she should uh, have her just give him a bunch of scraps to make puppets and shit. 
She's like, you can pick a hundred things in my craft room. Damn. That would be actually a nice gift. I'm sure he would love that. Is she trying to start her own Jacqueline's fabrics? Jacqueline? Jacqueline? Your mom, it's not like your mom sewed together the fabrics for the blankets she made. I didn't say she did, but I'm saying all moms claim that they, all moms claim they made this blanket. Mom, what you did was you, was you tied together some ends. I'm not trying to demean your hard work, but let's not act like you painted the Mona Lisa when you just took a picture of it. Damn. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I can't believe you came that hard for Jackie. If, if, if a mom was at a, you know what I have in my Animal Crossing living room? What are those called that we used in like um, a fabric? What's it called? A loom. <laughs> a loom. What, where did we do that? A loom. We did Greenfield Village. On the Amazing Race. Oh yeah, in Georgia. No, Ar- Armenia. Yeah. Totally. Well, I um. Which one was if, it? If if our mothers were using the loom. That, I forgot that we had to do that. I mean, that was actually making fabric, huh? So, you know, so I've you made know, speaking, a of, rug. speaking of making fabrics, um, you know, uh, Jasmine Masters when she's talking about the outfit she in the sewing challenge, where she's like, "Well, I'm gonna be, you know, a butterfly with a cocoon." Yeah. Any word that has two O's, I can't help but pronounce it like that. Like how Jasmine Masters says cocoon. So you say... L- like when you're l- at your loom. L- loom. Not la loom. Give me, a, give me a top 10 list of all of your favorite double O words. Loom. Cocoon. Vroom, vroom. Boom. <laughs> boom is fine. <laughs> I, in general, I don't like big booms. Doom. Doom. Oh, I love Dune. I didn't see it yet. How you doing? I haven't seen Dune uh, yet. Uh, should I see it? We, we, yes, we drove back yesterday, wow. and I was like, well, maybe we should throw on Dune. It's not. It's not on streaming anymore. Now you have to wait. I know. You have to pay twenty five dollars for it on December. If 3rd. you missed your window, you missed it. I really but think. I, I do think it's meant to be seen in theaters, so I, I should go see. I it. really think they should have um, made it more apparent that it was not going to be just on streaming for me to watch whenever well it's coming soon well i wasn't happy soon. about it soon. i'm mad that i have to now pay for it when i could have got it for free well maybe you should pay attention Corey. <laughs> you know what you know i've got <laughs> that's uh, no attention got span. what what do you got no attention span <laughs> With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Hey, did you want to discuss the Drag Race UK winner? Oh, sure. Oh, my God. People were like, okay, spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. We have um, less than 10 left of this episode. So let's just let's just ride it out. If you don't want to talk about Drag Race, this is your time to leave. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was I was listening to a podcast. They were like. 
They were like, sorry, this is going to be one of those like episodes where all we talk about is insert topic. Here what was the topic? And they were like, if you're looking for anything other than that, find a different episode. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. And I left the episode and I went to a different episode. <laughs> no, we should tell everyone. I saved myself. Well, we're going to discuss Drag Race for a couple minutes, but stick around to the very ending. Stick around case, to the end because there's a surprise. We have a big surprise reveal secret. Okay. Um, drag Race finale. Here it is. I was rooting for Crystal Versace from the beginning. I enjoyed her performances and her looks all season long. I thought she was a deserving winner and I was happy with the results. Yeah. Bam, bada, bing, bada, boom. I think she, I was fine with her winning. I think she had the biggest like wow factor of the final three. Um, I felt like she really would be the closest. Every single look. Oh, yeah. Every single look I, was better than RuPaul's look that episode. Well. I mean, which is not a hard thing to do. <laughs> when are we, we going to, as a community, talk about that? Um, that's what, when I. What's going on? When there? I watch with my friends, that's one of my favorite things to do is when Ru walks out um, and does the little and starts introducing the judges. That's when all my friends start saying whether or not they like it. I mean, it. it I appreciate that she's at least getting in drag because that's where the bar is. But like to have Drag Race Canada where Brooklyn Heights is coming out every single week looking beyond bonkers incredible. Like, but it's it's hard do to you think it's, go back to the regular franchise and be like, oh. But do you think it's this? like harder because she's had so many looks over the years? No, it's not. <laughs> no. It's not you because think it's, it's a, not like she's crafting her own look. She's got to have a silhouette for a lady of a certain age. Maybe, but that uh, if you are RuPaul, you can find somebody to create looks. If every other queen can find people and resources to help make these looks, trust me when I say RuPaul can make find RuPaul has the connections and the budget. Ru I appreciate what you add to culture, but what I'm saying is we as a community are ready for you for Roop 2.0, at least with the Drag Race looks. Roop 2.0? However. What if Roop walked out in a two-sided fleeced high blanket made by, I would be excited. Made by my mom? Every time Rue does something a little bit outside the box of what she would normally do, I'm excited. It could look bad, and I'm at least like, you know what? It's something different. You're wet. I'm, I'm wet. Were you happy with the finale, and who were you rooting for the whole time? I was. Um, it was tough. I, I don't know. This season of UK Drag Race Season 3, like, it just didn't feel like it had the same wow factor that Season 2 had for me. And I felt like there were so many more people on the Season 2 cast that I was excited about throughout. Um, with that being said, I thought the final three was deserving. I thought they were, um, like it was accurate considering the injuries and other things that like took people out early on. Um, I felt like it was a well-rounded final three, but yeah, I just, I think I said, I don't know if I said it on the podcast. I know I said it to a couple of my friends in the first episode. When I saw Crystal, I was like, there's your winner. And I was going to say the one thing I think that's been weird about UK is I feel like they've made the winner very obvious in the first episode, all three seasons. That's, yes. that's what's like hard to watch when you walk, when you watch them back, 
and and especially with Lawrence Cheney winning season two over Bimini um, and Taste, it was like when Lawrence walked in. Certainly, Bimini had such a uh, uh, an occasion where she rose and grew throughout the season. But when Lawrence walked in on that first day, I remember thinking like, "Oh, th- there's your winner. There she is again." Um, which I think I don't know. I don't know if it's the way they're editing it or if we've just all gotten better at kind of clocking who's going to be around right from the beginning because now we're so used to the edit. IDK. I was happy with Crystal winning. I think, um, I don't know. I liked her personality. I, I, I liked her looks. I think she is a young queen and like still has a lot of growing to do, but I'm excited to see uh, like what she develops into. I would love to see her in a winter season. I think she like given like a year or two or I don't know how many years between if there was ever a winter season that she could come to like if this is where she is at 19 imagine what like she'll be be able to bring right in five years in 10 years and I don't know I felt like throughout she was able to kind of like even when she didn't do well I think she always tried and I think she was able to laugh at herself and like know what her strengths were and know what she wasn't. And I, and that made it easy to like root for her. I think when I first saw her, I wrongfully like made assumptions that she would be like uppity and like uh, a, a bitch um, or just like mean because I don't know something about her look, but I don't know. I thought she was warm and, and I really appreciated that she could laugh at herself and admit when she wasn't, perfect or when she knew she wasn't doing something that she was um she was going to be the best at ella bidet kitty scott claus both um never in the bottom i know iconic they said that's only happened pretty, to like pretty strong final three they said uh i think they were only the third and fourth queen ever from any franchise to not be in the bottom three at least once which is pretty incredible yeah. I thought Kitty Scott Claus, I love, I will enjoy in the future. I would love to see in a, like, I would, that is a queen I would enjoy seeing at a bar. However, um, there was, to me, if you're looking at the grand scheme of Drag Race UK coming out of a Lawrence Cheney win, Kitty Scott Claus fell into that kind of archetype Mm -hmm. as far as Drag Race archetype goes. And I think that like does a disservice for Kitty. I think from the get, it's kind of it was an uphill battle for Kitty to win. Other other queens had to have a lot going wrong yeah. in for for Kitty to come out the winner of the season. Ella Vade was to me like the obvious choice, but I don't know. It, it, despite all of like it, everything going well, I don't know if I was ever really excited by Ella Vade. No offense to Ella Day. That's kind of how I feel. It's like she was there and she was doing well, but I never really saw like an X factor. It it felt like... To me, it was Rosé. It was like professionalism, always able to step up to the plate and always like uh, like knew what she wanted to do and could do it and executed it well. But like I was... I don't know. I liked her better than... Rose, I don't know. I just felt like it took her because she was more of a quiet personality. I think in the beginning, it took longer for her to show up on my radar. Like she definitely started hitting her stride at the end and and she won some like key challenges. I loved her snatch game. I loved her roast. Um, That was very much. Oh my God. Snatch game. iconic. That was very much her wheelhouse. To be able to have 
it, the fact that Vanity Milan's catchphrase, I, I already, we already discussed this, Vanity Milan's catchphrase that she kept pushing and pushing and pushing, the fact that somebody else on the season, Ella Bidet, performed it exceptionally better, <laughs> in, in the, the one time she said it, uh, yeah, I mean, I liked Ella Bidet. I think, um, who are we hoping for for like an all-stars? Um, Anybody? Uh, Who would you like to see more from? Not not anyone. Veronica. Not anyone on Veronica Green. Not anyone on season three. I'm sorry. <laughs> not Victoria Scone. I didn't. I I don't feel like. I mean, I guess wow. I would watch her come back. I don't know. Even the like I said, the episode she went home. I forget what the category was, and she went home due to an injury. But I feel like her last look on the runway was like a red prom dress. And I don't remember what the theme was. And I just thought, oh, I want more from you than a red prom dress. I would like to see Victoria Scone. I thought from the get, I, I enjoyed. Um, Theresa May, I loved. Yeah. I remain loving. I would love, honestly, Charity Case is the only one that I, from season three, that I would, would, would like to see on like an All-Stars or see do more. Charity Case is like the only queen from the season who, uh, even if she wasn't going to win the season, I would have wanted her to stick around the entire season just, just to, to see, see what she yeah. would do for each challenge. Because that's, I think, one of the only... Charity Case and Crystal Versace were the only queens I was ever excited to see what they would come out on the runway with. Yeah, and I think maybe that's what difference the difference was because in season two, I was excited for like... The, the, I think the whole top five, I was always kind of excited to see what they were wearing. Yeah. Well, well I will say, I will say last, <laughs> the only queen we're going to get uh, in all stars is Scarlet Harlot. Enjoy. Oh, God. Um, final, you know, you already know RuPaul is going to say Absolutely. yes. Um, my final thoughts on UK and then we can wrap it up. Is just, I do, I will say it is probably my favorite of the like international franchises. And maybe it's because Ru's hosting, but um so so you hate drag race uh canada we got it canada has been really hard for me to watch this season <laughs> i'm behind so no spoilers please we'll talk about it when the finale happens, all right sure. well all right. anything else i hope you're all having um, a wonderful week and i hope you all had nice thanksgiving holidays if you celebrated uh i, I that's nothing else from me i um cory where can people find you you can find me um, at Joanne Fabrics, collabing yeah. collabing with Queen Jackie on a new holiday blanket. Okay. Hey, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitch. This week I'm playing Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley, Grand Theft Auto, Sims, Fortnite, uh, all week long, every day. Come hang out. Nice. Okay. Um, hey, actually, last week, so many people popped in. They were like, I just came from listening to the podcast. Hey, I'm a oh, cycle baby. I love that. So hello, cycle babies. Come swing in. All right. Okay. I'll see you soon. I love you. Bye. Love you later.